Traveling the Vortex. Side trip. We've landed a special side trip this week, and we're going to give you our thoughts on Bat Soup. I'm Sean. I'm Glenn. I'm Keith. How was it? What'd you think? You guys have both seen it. Uh-huh. I've seen the, uh, the, the extended theatrical. version. But okay. I can't get too excited about the extended version. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll be, let me, let me start there. Version. The extended version is significantly better. Significantly. I still don't think it's a good movie. I still didn't necessarily enjoy it. Um, it justified a lot of Man of Steel, which I was actually kind of okay with, because, you know, I hated Man of Steel. And so uh, going into this and, and kind of being given some things to go, oh, well, all right, at least you did that, you know. <laughs> you were looking for gems. I was. I, I, admittedly, I was trying to maintain an open mind instead of just walking in and going, I hate this. Um, I thought the acting was top-notch across the board. I thought Affleck made a great Batman. I just didn't like him. I didn't like Batman. My Batman is the animated series Batman, and he doesn't kill. And this yeah. Batman's kind of moved beyond that, and Alfred even calls him out on it, and it's kind of like, eh, I get where you're going with it. I mean, he's been doing it for 20 years, and we're led to believe that this is after probably the Joker has killed at least Robin and several other people, maybe, and uh, blah, 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 okay, fine. I don't know that I like it. Because <laughs> I've always said it's okay for Batman to be dark, but not Superman. But this Batman went to a really dark place. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I thought Wonder Woman was great. I thought uh, Jeremy Irons as Alfred was great. I love the exchange they have when he comes in and he's like, you know, I hope the the Wayne family will, or the future Waynes will not inherit an empty wine cellar. Not that there will be any future Wayne descendants. And he's 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 to the point where he's muttering to himself, you know. And Bruce brings him a cup of coffee. Morning, <laughs> it's like they've gotten this role reversal. I it was I like their relationship. I thought Jesse Eisenberg doing this weird Mark Zuckerberg-style Facebook bad guy was awesome. He was awesome as a Mark Zuckerberg Facebook-style bad guy. <laughs> Just not as Lex Luthor. Not my Lex Luthor. You know, I, I again, I get where they were going with it and why they did it that way, because they wanted to portray him as being so smart that he was socially awkward. Okay, uh, you know. Had his plot been so overly convoluted, you no one can follow it, even with a flowchart... If they would have simplified it, the his his mannerisms might have been a little bit easier to overlook. Yeah, and that, that I think is part of the problem. I, I there was a review. The one review that I read was that they made a movie for the comic book fans, but they didn't. But didn't think to make a movie that normal Joe Blow could enjoy. And I thought that seems like a really weird statement because normally we're complaining the other way. And after but even, watching, even it, comic book fans are divided on it. So. Yeah. Well, but after, after, but see again, they saw the theatrical, the extended cut. This is the weird thing: the extended cut has an extra, I don't know, thirty some odd minutes worth of stuff in it to an already bloated film, and you're kind of like, oh my god, it's better, it's paced better. But here's the problem: with those here's the problem with it saying it doesn't feel as long. The, the problem uh. with saying that an extended cut fixes things, it doesn't, because it doesn't remove the aspect of Superman. It doesn't remove. The, the big going issues to with the going to the desert and the that setup make, of well. the setup of uh, the murder and everything it doesn't it 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 doesn't it also here here's here's what my problem is though with your review of this and I can appreciate that the animated series is your Batman and that's fine but the problem with doing that and saying my Batman doesn't kill well 
I'm afraid then you can't you have to exclude all of the Batmans anywhere else besides the animated series. Yeah. So you shouldn't be able to read a comic book and go and you should be reading a comic book and say, well, this isn't my Batman or you should be watching, you know, the the Batman films, the Burton Batman films. This isn't my Batman. It's closer, but it's not my Batman. This is also, you know, because there are aspects of all of the Batman, including the killing thing, that are not in the animated series. So it's not fair to say I didn't like the portrayal of Batman in this based on the animated series because you have to kind of take that as a whole. Right. No, I, I get that. I'm, I'm that. just I'm, I was just giving it a rationale for The problem with why. this characterization <clears throat> of Batman is Batman unlike Superman should be allowed to get to the level where killing is necessary. The problem is they take it to the level of Batman becoming executioner. That's the problem with it. The when Batman kills and he has killed and he's killed in the comics, when Batman has to come to that final aspect because he is, quote unquote, a detective, when it or a, or even a peace officer in his own mm-hmm. weird perverted way, he if he if it comes to the fact that he has to kill, then he has to kill. If it's in self defense or if it is you know in defense of someone else or things like that, it makes sense. If it's because you have this grand idea that you're going to be judge, jury, and executioner, that's where this Batman falls down. That's where this characterization of Batman falls down. In the same realm that Superman has this noble, godlike ideal and is going to... And I, and, and I appreciated the fact that that's what Batman was pushing against, because they've but, but you wouldn't have to have Batman pushing against Superman... If Superman wasn't already portrayed as this guy that was just going to do things his way anyway, so I, that, that it's, it just it falls apart that from that from I the think, very get go. I, I get where you're going with it. And I think maybe that's the problem because I, I never really got the the impression that Batman set in this movie that he set out to be the executioner. He did. I don't think so. He did because he or he, he would not have crafted a. Well, he, 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 he wouldn't set have, out to kill yeah. Superman. Well, that, that Superman, is, that's yes. executioner right there. <clears throat> Superman, that, that's yes. not, not, not other people. Well, but in the, the in the montages that we get of him fighting crime in the dark, gritty streets, he doesn't hold back. And so what that does is that paints that picture of this is Batman who has been pushed so far, which I see why they were doing it. I'm right. not saying it's not justified within its own narrative. It just doesn't work as Batman as a whole when you gather all the evidence of the character. So... He is pushed, like him machine gunning down the, whoever happens exactly, to be in front of him. Exactly. That's, the stuff so that's that I had an executioner st- style uh, Batman, which does not exist in any sort of realm except for the Elseworlds realms where you, you can play around with that. That's why I have always set these films aside as this is an Elseworlds story. This is, not, this is not the Superman. This is not the Batman. Up to this point, right now it is the Wonder Woman, but it might, they might go down a road that, that, <laughs> that screws that up too. So that's the problem. When you're making a film... You want to encompass the core character of who everyone is at least familiar with. If you want to tell a different story or get creative with that storytelling, that's fine. But when you, it's like making a James Bond movie and then taking all of the elements out of it that makes him James Bond. You know, it's that's right. that's the problem. Yeah, you get Jason Bourne. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there, there were there were moments like that, then, and and I agree. I think it's. I like the way you're saying it as opposed to, you know, my Batman right. or my Superman. <laughs> but just those kinds of things that kind of kept cropping up. And just like my Lex Luthor, he was doing these things. And I appreciate him as a villain. I thought I, I really was apprehensive about, really, Heisenberg? This guy? But he did a phenomenal job. See? 
but it just didn't ring for that character. And like you said, Keith, that the, the the plot with him was so convoluted. It's like I appreciate the fact that he was twelve steps ahead of everybody. And like going back and be crazy. going back and watching yeah. it a second time, right off the top of it, he he knew when he introduced them, and he says, "Oh, Bruce Wayne meets Batman, or uh, Bruce Wayne meets uh, Clark Kent. We finally got the two of you together." And he's going on and on and on. He's not wink, wink, nudge, nudge at the camera, going, "Look what we did." He knew who these guys were. From the get-go, he knew who these guys were. And it was really kind of cool to see this unfold. The problem is, once his initial... Oh, and the, the scene where he's throwing the Polaroids at Superman of, you know, Ma Kent back, you know, wherever she's been trusted. I mean, it was like, you might as well be hitting him with kryptonite the way he crumpled. It was a great scene. And there were lots of little things like that that I thought, wow, that's really cool and daring. And I appreciate that you went there with it. But then when his plan falls apart at the end... The next step is, well, I'm just going to go create an abomination that's going to yeah, destroy yeah. everything. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't... Yeah. Where did Which, this... Interest, you know. Strangely enough, that was the only Lex Luthor-like moment in the film. And I'll explain <laughs> Dude, that. When he started crackling with energy after he got hit with the nuke, and the, did everybody else go, nuclear man, say it, say it. I will destroy Superman. That's, that that, that unfortunately so is a Lex Luthor move. But you're right, because we put all of those pieces ahead of that. And we've crafted a different Lex Luthor. I think my problem with the performance of Lex Luthor, it doesn't come down to Eisenberg's performance. It comes down to the characterization of, it's almost like we said, how do we up the bar from Heath Ledger? How do we, that Ledger, and that's the problem. I didn't want them. I didn't want them to do what they did with Kevin Spacey and have him mimic uh, Larry Hag or Larry Hagman. <laughs> wow, that would have been an Gene interesting Hackman. Lex Luthor. <laughs> Gene Hackman. That would have been a great Lex Luthor. Cowboy Gene Hackman. <laughs> but at least Kevin Spacey put his own stamp on it as he did it. Yeah. This one, they they stepped so far away from the Luther esque of it that it it completely changed character. And I agree with you. I, your your statement is very valid as as being a uh, performance of of a. Uh, a, a, a Eisenberg. Is that who you compare? Jesse to? Eisenberg. Yeah. No, no. Zuckerberg. Eisenberg, Zuckerberg. I just, that just occurred to me. Um, but but do, by doing that, doing a, it, it, the problem, <laughs> the problem you have is you, you have created a completely different character that is right. not Luther. And so, and unfortunately feels like a retread of what we did with Dark Knight. So, as far as the style of villain, villainy. So, I, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I was, I was really torn because there were there were moments of it that I thought were legitimately kind of cool. And it's like, wow, I didn't hate this. Like, I, there was a part of me that was afraid based on my really <laughs> visceral reaction to Man of Steel. I was really afraid I was going to hate this going into it. Um, And I think part of it, too, still comes down to a DC and Warner Brothers marketing in a way. Because with Marvel, when we did Civil War... They kind of treated it, and, and, and I think this is just the, the Russo brothers' touches. All through Civil War, it was, we are on this inevitable march to these forces coming to loggerheads over their idealism. And it's going to happen, and we're going to show you this, but we're not really happy about it. Versus DC, which kind of treated, and Warner Brothers, which treated this as a, Sunday, 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 Batman versus Superman, <laughs> the beatdown of the century. You wanted it, you're going to get it. And yeah. it was just kind of like, you're going to wait for... 
two and a half hours to get to it. You know, I, I don't want my heroes to fight, but at the same time, I was kind of like, all right, well, let's... see if there's a justification in why they are doing it as they yeah. set up, and, and and it's 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 a shame that we have to continue to compare <laughs> DC with Marvel, but when no, when it, when only it, in tone is when the it, when it's I bring set in 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 justified justifiably as it uh, as they do in Civil War. When it's set up as the, yeah, as you said, a cage match of the century, it's just, it, it's... I mean, you even named it Batman versus Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Could you yeah. put that on a poster? Okay, we will. So, <laughs> well, I, it's also a script that came from a guy who said Batman versus Superman is when you run out of ideas. That was a direct quote from David Ayer or whatever his name is. Oh, Goyer. Goyer, yeah. yeah. That, 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 that is a movie when you run out of options. And it's frustrating, too, because there were, there were so many things. This is the thing. It wasn't until I talked to Odd Duck Phil, and he kind of went, because I was like, well, I didn't like this, and I didn't like this, and I didn't like this, and a lot of it was the dream sequence stuff. And he went, no, 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 that was this. And he started to explain to me the, the desert thing with the bug people picking people up off the ground and carrying well, away. Uh, yeah, that's not what I'm referring to, but yes. yeah. I, I, I totally didn't. I just thought that was some that's weird a, nightmare that's a, scenario. That's that, a, that's a, a, that was a wink and a nod to comic Vic fans of the New Gods scenario that they're kind of setting up for a long run is what I Yeah, well, it's it's, yeah. it's apparently a direct reference to um, Darkseid yeah. Yeah. is coming. And the, the when... Uh, there's there's a reference to him dropping off uh, Vox boxes or whatever they're called that create the boom tubes right, and do this right. kind of stuff. And it's like I didn't get any of that. No, no, no. You, and you wouldn't you know, uh, if, I, you're, if you're not well, yeah, if you're not even, embroiled in the comics. And and it, it well, I mean, I'm an anime animated yeah. series fan, and Darkseid uh, yeah. was the main villain of right, the well, Superman yeah, animated but that, series, that, but that, it still went. That was <laughs> well, that was pretty much lifted. Although the the animated series did lift some of their material from some storylines within the the comics as well. But that was lifted directly from a specific. Event that I I felt as soon as I saw it I said oh they're working towards this right so. and and you know again okay that's cool but that that review quote suddenly popped into my head when he was explaining it to me and I went oh they really did make a movie for kind of the hardcore fans to kind of show look what we're setting up yeah. that the rest of us were just like what's with this dumb dream sequence here in the middle <laughs> of this thing? why are we in the desert and what is up with it and then to end it with the the okay I woke up. Oh, and now there's a guy in my lab talking to me, which I, I didn't catch hardly any of the dialogue. Yeah, it was really hard to understand. Really hard to understand. And even on the second go-through, I was really just straining. I just, you know, he's, you've always been right about him. And I thought to myself, okay, what, we're kind of maybe setting up an Injustice story arc? Or was it? No, apparently that's the Flash. Didn't know that. Yeah. And he's warning him from some event that's going to happen down the road right. that he's not talking about yeah, Superman. He's talking about something else. So he's like, talking yeah. about Counterpoint, so... Which oh, is it's sad okay. because yeah that's the <laughs> just that's the sad thing is they 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 felt like they needed to lay too much ground in it as well and so it got lost and muddled so that's, that's why it, it feels like bad soup even even me who knows all of this stuff even me watching this I felt like that's just information overload and that's a coming and, and I think I go to these films and I, I try to watch them from the mind of of the average viewer and I think and I could I could spot those red flags as I was watching it I thought. I'm the only one sitting in this row getting something out of this, is the way it felt. Now, granted, there wasn't yeah. a lot of people in the show I went to, but <laughs> that's why I could say that, I think. Now, if I had gone to a crowded show on the first night, yeah, there's probably a lot more people in that auditorium. And, and unlike, again, not to bring the Marvel comparison up, but unlike Age of Ultron, which we, com- or I I think we can help do that. Yeah, now. I don't think yeah. you can at yeah. this point, but 
with Age of Ultron, I complained that it just felt like it had a lot of load-bearing to do because that you could tell this is where we're setting up Black Panther. This is where we're setting up Thor 3. This is where we're setting up yeah. this. And you just knew that that was the bump, 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 bump. I didn't get any of that from this one. Obviously, that's what they were doing, but it just it wasn't developed enough for me to be I able mean, to go, to, Oh, to, you're setting up the... And the idea that Lex is holding on to these... Uh, he's been tracking metahumans. Okay, that's a that's a cool yeah, thing. Yeah. That, that, that's that's a perfectly justifiable, reasonable thing to do to set up Justice League. See, I even felt that you they didn't were. Need it. I thought they were shoehorned in too. Yeah, because oh yeah. if you look at the Justice League ta- trailer that's out now, it tells you everything you need to know about yeah. Justice League from the trailer. You didn't need those word no, documents. Exactly. And- <laughs> exactly. And so they, they, there was there was way much too much will building. Here's the difference, though, from from Ultron, is when you see those things, the average moviegoer can kind of see that there's something coming based on those scenes. And the reason they can is because there's seven films before, no, uh, six films before Age of Ultron even comes out. Five films. Before Age of Ultron even comes out. So Marvel has already started their More than that. You're thinking Avengers. Maybe I was going eight. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I was like, eight eight films. There's there's eight or nine films before the Avengers even come out. Well, I was almost counting Ant-Man, but that came out after. But there's eight films of investment of world building we're on the second film <laughs> of a franchise world building franchise and we have added all this stuff in there just, hey look what we're going to be doing soon you got to get past this film and get, make some money off yeah. it now seeing the trailers for justice league i think they finally oh, dropped the dang for they dropped league. the dang no jokes uh, rule yeah, that was put in place thankfully. which was smart you got to have for Wonder Wonder Woman. joy going you can't have yeah. those this is the best the best joke in all of that soup fest. is uh, is Perry White's when when Clark's fighting for I want to do a story in the bat he says crime wave in Gotham in other news water wet <laughs> yeah that was Just, good I'd forgotten about that one I thought Martha's joke there and I don't even remember what it was, but I remember it being the only thing that stood out to me as a joke. How? What did she say? That was kind of late in the movie too. Yeah, it's, it? it's way late in the movie, and uh, I can't even remember. You don't owe him anything, or or um, no. No, 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 it was too lax. It, it had something to do with oh, when 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 Batman rescues her. Yeah, he says, I'm yeah. a friend of your son. She goes, I kind of figured. Yeah, okay. that's exactly. Yeah. I kind of figured when you showed up. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, that that was that was it, and it was the light moment, and I thought. Oh my gosh! We waited for nearly the entire movie to get that, and that's all we got. Yeah. I also am not a fan of the Metropolis is on this side of the river from Gotham. That makes zero sense to me. You know, because does that mean if I'm a cop in Gotham, I have the unfortunate to live on this side of the river, and I'm a cop? <laughs> Do I really, really hope that maybe someday, if I'm good enough, I can transfer over there to the Metropolis because they have money? Obviously, yeah. You know, I think like, I think they're a little close. I think the the DC ideal equivalent, and this has always been just kind of the the idea of it, because there's no specific cities in right, the right. DC universe. But I think the feeling that has always been projected is that uh, Metropolis is New York, and Chicago is uh, Gotham right. City. That's always Chicago been. Kind of, in fact, that, that is why Detroit would be that is right why, that. Well, that is why. Uh, well, a larger city though, because Detroit's not that big well, compared to I Chicago. Was just thinking crime but but no, well, well, but Chicago was at one time. In fact, when yeah, they were building these comics back in the early days, that's Chicago was crime town, and so that was the idea. And however, when I first saw that, I was taken aback as like. 
wait, Gotham's across the river from... And then it occurred to me, oh, well, all they did was say, well, Gotham is uh, uh, New Jersey. And no, seriously, because you can see Newark across the river, and it is a relatively large city. And so when I placed it in that sense that you've got two metropolitan areas sandwiched right there on the, on, you know, across the, whatever the, is it the Potomac? The, the channel or oh, whatever yeah, the, that, whatever the, 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 the real world, world whatever that actual river is. I kind of thought, okay, <laughs> I see what they're doing here. Whatever that uh, yeah. between you know where Ellis Island is, because Ellis Island is actually part of New Jersey. I don't know yeah. if anybody knows Statue that. Statue of Liberty actually, is in Statue New Jersey. Liberty is in the New Jersey proper area. The, uh, but actually, Ellis Island is actually attached because that's Liberty Island. That, that Liberty's on. Oh, people always think that Liberty Island is. <laughs> oh, Ellis you got to take another. It's ferry. Actually, another ferry, um, Staten Island, and so the. But after I kind of rectified that in mind, I didn't have so much problem with them being next to each other because I got okay that that is in truth something that exists in reality as well. Yeah, so it, I, it I worked okay. It, I still don't like it don't because like it. I still <laughs> I still like that great <laughs> that distance. distance. Although it does explain why Batman can get to Metropolis as quickly as he does sometimes in the comic books. I mean, I know the guy's rich and he has his own jet. But. His own jet. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't need him to be next door to each other. It just seems weird because. I mean, now, now I've got all these images of like city council meetings where the the mayor of Metropolis is looking out his high rise windows at the, at the city hall, at the urban blight that is across the river that's called <laughs> Gotham, and going, we should just bulldoze it. Can we buy it and just raise it? And <laughs> you know, are they competing over like trash? Uh, uh, contracts and you know Metropolis is just dumping stuff on the other side of the river in, in, in Gotham and Gotham finds out about it and they're upset the whole thing uh, it just and none of this is in there none of this is important <laughs> just the fact that they established they're across the bay from each other right. uh, there you go bay that's what it is it's a bay it's a cove it's a I don't, oh, know, I don't remember cove. what Lex calls it he <laughs> says oh we finally got you across the harbor yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> dumb i didn't like that um yeah then we got to the big climatic battle at the end and it felt very underwhelming i i appreciated the fact they tried very hard to establish uh, anderson cooper even has that line about well it's after hours in city center so most of these buildings are empty (laughs) it's like wow way to justify knocking something else over (laughs) you know we're not killing anybody this time um look we're getting better but yeah, I, I mean, and that was one of those. What well, we're going to justify? We're justifying Man of Steel. We're kind of making a point of this. Like, okay, um, I said I really was trying to find things to dig out of it that I really liked, and I think there were some things in there that were really cool. Count, counter, counter to that, it didn't gel. <laughs> counter to that, I know I'm playing counterpoint here, but I don't think that this film justified Man of Steel. But I think what it did do was it the support the issues yeah. and support the narrative and the the problems that we had with Man of Steel. So it doesn't necessarily justify what happened, but it works in context of okay, at least they are acknowledging what we walked away from it going, "Oh, that's terrible. I can't believe you went there." They acknowledged it and dealt with it. And yeah. so I really appreciated that. Yeah, I loved that we started there and I thought, "Oh, this is great. and then we went off the rails again." And I thought now you fixed the last movie. Do we have to wait until Justice League to fix all the problems that I have with this? Probably film Justice now? League Part Two. Yeah. <laughs> See, I just I feel no because that'll have to fix Justice League. It's just going to be a recurring problem. <laughs> Do we think Superman's going to show back up Justice League? Or are they going to? I suppose potential spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen Bat Soup yet. 
he dies at the end of the thing. Oh, I think he has to. I, I don't know that but, it'll but be an integral they, part of it. Or they, 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 they've released the photo. I will guess. they do Justice I mean, League and maybe introduce the big bad and see, I, from get the, their from the butts impression kicked of the trailer, and not be able to fight him? And then Superman comes back that's in the second probably one. Logical. Well, that, that's probably more logical than what I took away was that they're going to be fighting Superman again. Oh, no, 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 That's no. the impression I that, got from the trailer. That there, is... He's go- joining these forces to fight a evil that Superman. That is... Uh, Could be. Well, that's franchise suicide right there, if you ask me, because that's doing <laughs> the same thing twice. Now, however, you <laughs> saying that you saying that is justified in the sense that they did lift some from the Death of Superman storyline, obviously, yeah. including the Doomsday. And there were the four... The, were, there were the four... Uh, Superman that stepped in, and one of them turned out to be the Eradicator version of Superman. Or the, he was just the Eradicator, but he ended up pretending to be a, one of the versions of Superman, or was one of the versions of Superman. And that might be the direction they're going with it, is that they're in fighting the, the Eradicator and the Eradicator, because he does have connection to Krypton. Well, and I, they I believe know. that they're fighting Superman because suddenly Superman has risen from the ashes and, and our Savior's back. Oh, it's really not me. It's really Superman See, I, ended up not being any and, and of them, but, so but a part of all of it. I got the impression from so. that. That's my fear. Is what they're yeah, going to well, do. Well, if, if, <laughs> they, if, they if they try that, I agree. That it'd be franchise suicide at this point because we, we've we've gone from Superman being a question mark to now being a legit hero. We've had the state funeral and you know blah blah blah, and he he's he's a he's a hero. Okay, great. If you bring him back and he's a villain, really almost in any way, shape, or form, we've put that question mark back on him and it nullifies everything that they worked for in, in, in Batsuit. So I, I don't know that you can do that. Now, when I first talked with Odd Duck Phil after Man of Steel and, and voiced all of my concerns and displeasure over that film, we kind of went into this really long, well, what do you want to see happen next? And it's like, well, unfortunately, with the corner that they've already painted themselves into with the tone of the first film... Where you go from here is really kind of where they went. You've got Luther yeah, rebuilding the city trick. and gaining access to Kryptonian technology, either genetics, which we kind of got in this one, right. or computers, which I think they set up when he takes over the the ship. Yeah, but then and says, would you like to take control? Back up and- well, that's what I think they're doing. <laughs> I, 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 I think we're going to get Brainiac in the next yeah. one. Oh, that could be. Which would be cool because we haven't really had a good Brainiac yet. But they could also do a maybe. I don't think James Marshall was a good Brainiac. Maybe, Brainiac's maybe, tough, though. Brainiac's a tough one. Maybe to he comes out of prison and decides, well, I know what I did wrong with the abomination and builds Bizarro. No, no. no, no. <laughs> you know, if we get a Bizarro film, it'll be a it'll be a standalone. I think. I think is what it'll be a down the road. It'll be a standalone, and it will be a Bizarro versus Superman, and Superman will be the cameo aspect. You won't have to get uh, Henry Cavill for the entire thing. You'll do a confused Superman because that's who he thinks he is. And Why not then, let Henry Cavill play him? Put some makeup on him and just let him go to town. <laughs> no, I don't think he could pull it off. But, uh, oh. no, Bizarro will, won't be the heavy villain in anything. I think... Too comedic at this point. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, yes, Bizarro could have been a heavy. But the the way Bizarro has been treated over the last 20 or 30 years, you couldn't, he couldn't be the heavy. Yeah, He'd also again get Superman 3. <laughs> Because that was their attempt at Brainiac. They, they, yeah, they did both it of was, them. Yeah, it was. See, and if what's his face was behind the movies instead of the TV series, we'd get probably a decent Brainiac story because, or, or a Bizarro story because they did it in Supergirl. Well, oh, I haven't got that far yet. So. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> 
So, for what it's worth, yes, definitely check out the extended Ultimate Edition, whatever they're calling it. Did you buy it? I did, actually. Can I borrow it? Sure. Not this week, maybe next week. Okay. Well, I, I'll take it now, but I won't watch it this week. Just remind me. Or I'll, 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 yeah, remind me after, and I'll go get it. But, Don't worry, um, I'm not in a hurry to see it, so <laughs> I'll get it sometime. I, I think it's totally worth watching. And like I said, the half hour really fixes a lot of stuff, and it... it it, it flows better, the pacing's better, it doesn't feel as long, which is the really weird thing. For being half hour longer, it doesn't feel as long. But the film still has those same problems, those same core things that's like, well, this didn't make a lick of sense, and why is this here? And they're still there, and they're not going anywhere. So I, I think we're kind of right. I think we're going to have to wait for the next film to see if it'll retroactively fix this film. But for better or for worse, that's who... <laughs> You finally saw it. Finally saw it. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> back to back. Back to back. Sunday. Su- Sunday Suicide Sunday. Squad still has me hooked, though. I'm, I'm excited about Suicide Squad. Squad. The only downside that I can see to Justice League. Loved the trailer. Loved it, loved oh, it, loved I, it. I loved the trailer, too, but I still have no faith in it. Oh, None yeah. whatsoever. Except for whatever music they had in the background. It's like guys feel like you really built on the success of that Suicide Squad trailer. Yeah. And so you're kind of copying that's what they, that routine now. That's what now, they do. So. That's what they do. I hope that's not indicative of anything. Do, unless they uh, bring some of what levity Suicide Squad seems to have. See, the, the thing about the Suicide it. Squad trailer is, uh, when I saw the last one, uh, was that Bohemian Rhapsody they did with that one? What was, what was the song the, they did? The last on? one was... Uh, Ballroom, Ballroom Blitz. Blitz. Oh yeah, Ballroom Blitz. Okay, Which so is great, but when, not Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, and Bohemian was good too. The the thing is, those I two like particular ones were designed to strike a certain emotion within you, and it worked, and it worked for me because it made me excited to see the film. But I did have that bit of trepidation back in my head. It's okay. I remember what we've done with Man of Steel, and I remember what we did with Batman vs Superman, and I. I've already been burned twice, and we're doing another story in within the same universe. At least it's not and Zack so Snyder. And so still though. a little trepidatious, trepidatious. And so then when I saw this most recent trailer, and they took a whole different approach to it, I still see all of the nuggets of things that I liked about the first two, and so I'm I'm much more receptive. Yes, receptive to 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 Suicide Squad, and we'll we'll rush out to see that. One. You realize. Just as a side oh, my note, kid, I'm going to rush out and see Justice League. Just to see. I like tra- to watch train wrecks, I suppose. <laughs> you realize, just from an interesting note, that because Ben Affleck's Batman is in Suicide Squad, I don't know to how much, you know, it might just be a cameo, but he is in there, and it is Ben Affleck, and it is this Batman. That means that Jared Leto is his Joker. Uh-huh. And he's the one that killed whoever yeah. is yeah. Robin or whoever we were, we were led to believe. So that. Well, I, I think sets it's up. A, I, th- I don't. Th- you say whatever we're led to believe. I mean, it's it's obvious that the, that Robin has died in this universe and that the Joker killed him because he's basically signed the suit. So it's. I, I think that's, that's what we're meant to believe. But I, I also I, didn't think that I was meant to believe that there were flying bug people in the desert. But well, there were. But I, <laughs> we didn't know for sure that was Jimmy Olsen in the beginning until the I, credits ran. So I think the other problem that we have... Oh, you know, the, the one we, that, get, that gets killed? That's it was Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen because it was the same Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen from the last one. Jimmy Olsen wasn't in the last he one. Was he at the very end no. of the last one? Oh, I nope. thought he was. Oh, well, I immediately thought... No, I didn't because I thought... I, I Now I remember the scene you're talking about. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Because we... We, after the fact, thought, what's-his-face from Man of Steel was right. Jimmy Olsen, but he wasn't. 
Right. Yeah. The CIA agent. There's this the one. This one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's so wrap it up it. here, and, and hopefully you guys enjoyed this side trip, and uh, be sure to also listen to this week's show. So uh, until next time, I'm Glenn. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. Cheers. Good night, everybody. Be seeing you.